the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So what Daniel does here is he tells Nebuchadnezzar that he needs to turn to God and live a life of righteousness. Daniel advises the king to repent in order to perhaps reverse the coming judgment, that there's still hope for deliverance, that Nebuchadnezzar can still experience peace with God. We're studying through one of the major prophets on study verse by verse, the book of Daniel. Pastor Leighton Sheely, our teacher, is in the fourth chapter, and we'll pick up right at the 18th verse in just a moment. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for joining us as we find ourselves halfway through the fourth message in this lengthy series shared with the congregation at Church of the Highlands back in 2016. And as you listen through today, remember that you can find all of this series on the website highlands.us. That's highlands.us. This dream I, King Nebuchadnezzar, saw. And you, O Belteshazzar, tell me the interpretation, because all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known to me the interpretation. But you are able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in you. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, was dismayed for a while, and his thoughts alarmed him. The king answered and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation alarm you. Belteshazzar answered, And said, My Lord, may the dream be for those who hate you and its interpretation for your enemies. So after hearing this description of the dream, Daniel is stunned and he's troubled. And the king could see on his face this perplexity. And and the reason that Daniel was troubled is because he saw ahead what was in store for the king. And he resists any temptation that he might have to withhold from Nebuchadnezzar the full story. And he gives an entire interpretation to the king. He tactfully prepares the king for the bad news by saying that he wishes that this news was for the king's enemies instead of the king. We get an impression here that Daniel had a great personal concern for the welfare of King Nebuchadnezzar, that he earnestly sought to introduce him to God. Verse 20, The tree you saw, which grew and became strong so that its top reached to heaven, and it was visible to the end of the whole earth, whose leaves were beautiful and its fruit abundant, and in which was food for all, under, the, under which the beasts of the field found shade, and in whose branches the birds of the heavens lived? It is you, O king, you who have grown and become strong. Your, your greatness has grown and reaches to heaven, and, and your dominion to the ends of the earth. And because the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven and saying, chop down the tree and destroy it, but... Leave the stump of its root in the earth, bound with a band of iron and bronze, in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of the heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field until seven periods of time pass over him. This is the interpretation, O king. It is a decree of the Most High, which has come upon my lord the king, that you should be driven from among men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field." You shall be made to eat grass like an ox, 
and you shall be wet with the dew of heaven. And seven periods of time shall pass over you until you know that the Most High rules the kingdom of men and gives it to whom he will. There it is again. And as it was commanded to leave the stump of the roots of the tree, your kingdom shall be confirmed that is protected for you from the time that you know that heaven rules. And so Daniel here makes clear why the dream was given and what he's going to experience. You see, Nebuchadnezzar had this issue with pride, which is evidenced again and again and again, even in the brief chapters that we've read through. Like, for instance, the couple of chapters back, and, or chapter back, when he builds this great golden image and requires people to come and bow down and worship the image, worship him. Man is filled with pride, and now God's going to humble him. He's going to be driven out of his palace, out to a pasture where he's going to live with the oxen and forget that he's even a man. You see, when men and women refuse to submit themselves to God as creatures made in his image, they are in grave danger of descending to the level of animals. They become like animals. And it's worth noting here that God uses animals when he describes the great empires of history, like in Daniel chapter 7, and that the last world dictator is described as the beast. The cutting down and trimming of the tree symbolizes Nebuchadnezzar's removal from the throne, but the leaving of the stump is a promise that one day he will again reign. The banding around the stump indicates that God will protect him and his throne until the purposes are fulfilled. Verse 27, Therefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable to you. Break off your sins by practicing righteousness and your iniquities by showing mercy to the oppressed, that there may perhaps be a lengthening of your prosperity. So what Daniel does here is he tells Nebuchadnezzar that Nebuchadnezzar needs to re repent of and turn from his sin, that he needs to turn to God and live a life of righteousness. Daniel advises the king to repent in order to perhaps reverse the coming judgment, that there's still hope for deliverance, that Nebuchadnezzar can still experience peace with God. There was a therefore in the message. God has revealed this to you, therefore you need to do that. You see, an understanding of God's plan imposes a responsibility to do God's will. Now, in ancient times, a king had supreme authority, even over life and death. And we know that Nebuchadnezzar had a very short temper, a very violent temper, and that Daniel here was walking a very dangerous path by confronting the king with his sin. There are many examples of a man of God Confronting a king, Moses, in the court of Pharaoh, Nathan, in the court of King David, Elijah, in the court of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel, Isaiah, in the court of Hezekiah, and John the Baptist, in the court of King Herod. Daniel was calling for repentance. He wanted the king to not only change his mind 
and acknowledge his sins, but change his behavior and turn from them. To put his faith in God. Now, Nebuchadnezzar knew enough about Daniel's God to know that when Daniel spoke, he was speaking the truth. And yet, King Nebuchadnezzar chose to do nothing about it. He made the wrong decision. Verse 28. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months. The end of 12 months. He didn't listen to Daniel. He didn't mend his ways. One year went by and then judgment fell. How patient God is with us. But his patience and his grace are not understood by wicked people. One of the wisdom books of the Old Testament is Ecclesiastes. And in Ecclesiastes 8.11 we read, When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. When the sentence for a crime is not quickly carried out, when justice isn't quick, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. We see evidence of this on the news, night after night, in riots in cities across our nation. When the police officers are told to stand down and do nothing while laws are broken. And when people see others doing things that they should not and getting away and justice is not swift, they are encouraged to do likewise. When the sentence for crime is not quickly carried out, the hearts of the people are filled with schemes to do wrong. God sometimes seems to be slow in bringing down judgment. Now, why is that? Well, Jesus said, It's not my heavenly Father's will that even one of the least of these should perish. The Apostle Peter wrote, But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord isn't really being slow about His promises, some people think. No, He's being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. The Apostle Paul wrote, Don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? That His kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? God knows everything. How long do you think it takes God to find out when we do something wrong? Not very long. In fact, really, He knows it before we even do it. And yet He doesn't immediately drop judgment on us when we do something wrong. Now, why is that? Well, according to the apostles and Jesus, it's so that we have a chance to think about what we did and what we're going to do about it. We have an opportunity to reflect and say, you know, that really wasn't a good idea. I shouldn't have done that. You know, God told me not to do that in his word. And I didn't listen. I was wrong. 
God was right. God, will you forgive me? Will you cleanse me? In the future, I want to do what's right, God. I want to do what's right. God is just. Someday his justice will come. But he's patient to give people an opportunity to repent from their sin. You know, listening to those words from Pastor Leighton Sheely, I'm very mindful of the fact that there may be a number of people, perhaps you, tuned in hearing what he just said and thinking, yes, Lord, that's me. I want to turn my life around. Well, we'd like to help you. If you'll get in touch with us, we will do our very best to answer all of your questions and pray with you. Our phone number is 650-873-4095. That's 650-873-4095. Our website is highlands.us, and of course you can find all of the contact information, including that phone number, right there. We are a nonprofit outreach of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno and need your encouragement. Share the fact that you're a listener by clicking on the contact link on the website, and if you can join with us financially, you can give safely on the website, highlands.us. Have a blessed rest of your day and join us tomorrow as we once again gather to study verse by verse.